0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor, and do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Scripture reading today is from Luke's Gospel. The page number is printed on the cover of your bulletin if you'd like to follow along with the Bible that's in the bench, either in front of you or near you. Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed. Nor will people say, here it is. Or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then Jesus said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, there he is, or here he is, do not go running after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. Knock, knock. Paul McCartney, Woody Harrelson, and Beck. And that's exactly what happened. After the Grammy Awards, these superstars made their way to a VIP party, but they were turned away at the door. Twice, Sir Paul McCartney was heard to say, geez, how VIP does one have to be? (laughs) I mention this incident because it illustrates something important about the process of evolution. Times change. We might say that a beetle, which thrived in one era, may lose its prominence in the next. That doesn't mean the beetle is any less awesome. It just means the world around it has changed. Evolution is not a straight line. It's not a genetic arms race. I mean, creatures have not been getting stronger, smarter, and faster since the dawn of time. Evolution doesn't work that way. Instead, evolution is always contextual Creatures thrive when they are well suited to their environments, and environments are always changing. Velociraptors and saber-toothed tigers were very well suited to their environments, but the world changed around them. In the new context, these once-dominant creatures went extinct. Evolution doesn't reward creatures for being awesome in some abstract way. It rewards creatures for being well suited to their current environments. Those who fit into the environment thrive, those who don't must adapt or die. Our relationship to the environment is what drives the process of evolution. Like every other creature on the planet, we human beings have been shaped by the environment around us. Look at the color of your skin Different parts of the world received different amounts of sunlight. Over thousands and thousands of years, your ancestors adapted to the amount of sunlight in their environment. Those with darker skin have an advantage where the sun is more abundant. Those with lighter skin have an advantage where the sun is relatively scarce. The color of our skin is a record of how human bodies have adapted to different environments. We're all shaped by the environment. Like every other creature on the planet, we human beings are shaped by the environment. But we also shape our environment. On a purely physical level, we human beings can shape the world around us. We can create artificial lakes, We can level mountains to the ground. We can change the amount of carbon in our atmosphere. No other creature has this kind of power. As human beings, we actually shape the environment that shapes us. We removed smallpox from our environment. In the late 1700s, smallpox was killing 400,000 Europeans every year. In that century, the king of Spain died from smallpox. The Tsar of Russia died from smallpox. The king of France died from smallpox. As Europeans traveled across the globe, they spread the disease. In the Western Hemisphere, entire civilizations were destroyed by smallpox. In the 20th century, Smallpox killed about half a billion people. For 1200 years, sorry, 12,000 years, for 12,000 years humans lived under the shadow of smallpox. The disease toppled people and regimes and entire civilizations. Then in 1979, the World Health Organization certified the Global Eradication of smallpox. We actually removed this disease from our environment. As human beings, we have an amazing ability to shape the environment that shapes us. You can see the power of this ab- ability in the physical environment, but it's just as true in the world that we create for one another. Look again at the color of your skin. We human beings have created a world in which the color of someone's skin can determine how they're treated by the police. Skin color can determine whether you get a loan, whether you get a job, whether you get adequate health care. We have created this environment. Evolution doesn't reward creatures for being awesome in some abstract way, it rewards creatures for being well suited to their environment. And we human beings have created a particular environment. This environment, the environment that we created, shapes who we are. This is true regardless of your skin color. As human beings, we have an unparalleled ability to create the environment that creates us. We create systems of perception and thought and we are the product of those systems. We shape the environment that shapes us. It goes back and forth. As you know, there are Christians who try to expunge the theory of evolution from textbooks. These brothers and sisters reject the concept of evolution in order to emphasize the sovereign hand of God in the process of creation. Around here, most of us think that those Christians who deny evolution are wrong. In fact, we may think they're more than wrong. We may think they've lost touch with reality. Evolution is foundational to modern biology. Evolution has informed so many scientific breakthroughs that it's really beyond dispute. How could anyone deny evolution? It's hard to understand why anyone would oppose evolution unless you remember that we shape the environment that shapes us. When people cling to some particular doctrine about creation, it's because that belief shapes the world that they want to inhabit. Some people want to live in a world that God created in seven days. That's a world that works for them. That's an environment in which they can thrive. The conflict over evolution isn't just a conflict about ideas. It's a conflict about how we will create the world that creates us. Will we live in a world where religious authorities can answer every question before it's even asked? Or will we live in a world that explores the evidence without preconception? Those are two very different environments, wouldn't you agree? Evolution rewards those who are best suited for their particular environment. If human beings shape the environment that shapes us, then let's talk about the kind of environment that we want to create, that we are led to create. What is the environment that we want to create for ourselves? Do we want an environment that proceeds from a sense of abundance or scarcity? Do we want to be shaped by a sense of trust or a sense of fear? Creating an environment takes work. We'll be able to judge the work that we're doing by paying attention to who thrives in our company. By the choices we make every day, we're creating an environment. Those that fit the environment will thrive. The environment is always changing. Beetles that once dominated the landscape are turned away at the front door. Even our understanding of God evolves over time. Jesus himself said, you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. In the two millennia since Jesus spoke, we've drawn different lines about what it means to be orthodox. Even our understanding of God evolves over time. Times change. Every generation turns to God out of its own experience The kingdom of God is always in our midst. Although God is beyond any particular culture, God is always embodied in the culture that we've created. We find God in our experience or else we can only repeat the magic words of our ancestors. Times change, but this time belongs to us. What is the environment that we want to create for creating ourselves? What is the world that we are shaping to shape us? How is the kingdom of God being revealed in our midst?